Y'all, we got our first sponsor. Bad Queers is sponsored by Orbitz. We know you have to stay home again. Again and And still. Still, currently, current status. But when it's time to travel, Orbitz has your back. Visit orbits.com slash pride for LGBTQ plus friendly hotels and travel guides. Check out our episode description for your queer travel deals. This is Shayna and Chris and we are Bad Queers. If you came out of the closet and got put in a box of stereotypes you don't belong to, then welcome to the Bad Queers Club. All right. This week in Queer Urban Dictionary... I have opinion, opinion, such a buzzword, opinions having quite a revival, quite a revival, the shade Uh, of it all. An opinion is a view or judgment formed about something not necessarily based on fact or knowledge. Can you repeat that part again? Actually, I want to, I also want to say that this is one definition of opinion, but Mm. the top one. And I am, I'll run it through again. Yes, thank you. An opinion is a view or judgment formed about something not Not. necessarily, not, not, not necessarily based on fact or knowledge. Mm. My sentence is straight cis people love Mm. sharing their opinions on queer folks. Mm. I see where this is going. Do you see it? I, I do. I see, see, I see the path because I'm also going to uh, use a queer urban dictionary term that is also going to lead into our discussion today. So mm-hmm. this is not to say anything about this process, to say that it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. This is just this person's journey. But it's also on top of the opinions that we're going to discuss later, as Chris so wonderfully defined. Uh, so my queer urban dictionary word of the week is detransition. Detransition. So if someone detransitions, they stop making changes, which may be social, legal, or medical, that lead to them living as a person of a different gender to the one they were said to have at birth. My mm-hmm. sentence is, the reasons that someone detransitions are very complex and don't deserve your judgment or commentary or opinion. Here we are. Here we are to move in again so smoothly into the category is mm-hmm. praise Billy Porter. The category is um, we are starting with the heterosexual rights movement. Now, mind mm-hmm. you, Chris has planned all yes. of our category is this week. So I'm joining the party of what's mm-hmm. happening and the fact that this is the first title carries over from our fuck shit last week with the super straight conversation so yes. let's get into actually we don't want to get into but we're going to discuss the heterosexual rights movement. thank you so much Shana. I'm, gonna, I'm doing this like a newscast yes the cis agenda continues ah <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh where do we start um little mama which who hasn't guess, heard that name before? Uh, listen, what you uh, know about after me? What, having, you, what you know about me? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Just <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, more. After having a flop ass interview with someone named Brother Riza, I could go into you know who that is further, but don't care to. Don't need to. Uh, in which they both put their straight cis thoughts together to discuss the trans community. Mm. 
and completely inflated a discussion about detransitioning. And now apparently depopulation, which is oh, wow. a new thing now is what they're talking it's about. Just the whole D series. Yeah. Yeah. They're going into it. Um, Little Mama deservedly received backlash from the community for spewing out these same stale ass talking points and biased statistics. Um, and so <laughs> in return, Little Mama has launched the heteros heterosexual rights movement wow. in an effort to curb anti-LGBTQ bullying. Wow. Um, and this is her reasoning. These are her words, not mine. Y'all fight so hard to be respected. And some of you, not all, get a kick out of bullying people for having an opinion, how they dress, how their hair or makeup looks, how much money they have, etc. There are so many people afraid to give their honest opinion because if they do, if they do, the LGBTQ plus community will hear what they have to say and take their statements out of context. She continues. Oh, boy. She continues. <laughs> I haven't even seen all this. What? <laughs> this is important. Shana. Okay. This is important. <laughs> Head rights. <laughs> I don't have to prove myself by reminding people that I have loved ones of the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. When I speak, I'm not trying to hurt anyone. I'm speaking my truth, just like you all. So she pulled the black friend card. Listen, <laughs> more on that soon. A uh, lot of things to say. The first time I saw this, shout out to Amber's Closet. Uh, for this and uh, there was a couple other people commenting on this because god knows i don't follow little mama nope and won't anything and we won't um little mama has never been good at sitting down as we've seen um little mama takes stages that aren't hers and whether that is joining a jay-z alicia keys performance or inserting herself into this conversation she's not needed Nope. I mean, this is this is the weirdest. Like, even listening to it is one of those things. And I know, you know, as a black person, you have to do that a lot to filter out the bullshit that you take in um, from white supremacists and and racists and everything. You really got to filter it because you could have a twenty four hour, you know, racism a thon and everything if you really wanted to. So I try to filter the bullshit, you know. But this came up they're so convicted in being wrong. <laughs> like, it's the weirdest thing. I know it's it's the same stale talking points as I mentioned, but like I said, it's now, it's it's not only detransitioning and just harping on, like, the fact that they don't even have, like, any real statistics on it. They just are, I guess, hell-bent on representing the folks that decide to detransition, which, in fact, is only 2%. <laughs> of trans folks but all right i also feel like and those people did not ask for any representation they didn't even <laughs> ask for representation like, nobody and asked for that either they tell on themselves by the things that they like pick up you know what i mean like because it's like no 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 it's not like they're gonna pick up like the not the safety of trans people not the economic and financial hardships the health challenges the list goes on not any of those things that affect most trans people not the violence or the harassment they face every, every day. No. Detransitioning, which is 2% of trans folks, which is uh, their decision to do. But that is the biggest thing that they have to. They have to go in and crusade and save and change and, you know, help out. Like they are carrying the torch for something that's not even like it's that they're looking 
past all those issues and like literally passing them to be like, nah, this is it. This is what we want to pick up and and take up as a cause. And now depopulation, they don't understand that trans folks can have babies. I, I don't know where they're coming from, but I'm, you know, I, I'm not straight. I don't think that way. Um, yeah. Where do we start here? Did you did you get to see that clip? Of little mama, yeah, she yep. has doubled down and Saw everything. It was mainly the part I heard more of Brother Riz's uh, point of view with is. this rather than hers, where she was just kind of like, "Yeah, what you said, ma," and you're like, "Okay, uh, <laughs> really that was, was basically direct quote. Like that's <laughs> how they should depict it on South Park if they ever do yeah. it. <laughs> it's <Please>. just <laughs> those phrases. But it was crazy to think." around starting and you know this has been stuff that's been happening but just over the last few months starting with the anti-trans bills Mm -hmm. moving to this super straight movement moving to this heterosexual rights movement and i just keep thinking (laughs) what has happened to make you want to victimize yourself what makes you feel like you need to have a rights movement or a mm-hmm. flag or anything to protect yourself from what the big bad LGBTQ plus people like? Why yeah. are you like this? What attention are you drawing? Which PR agent said, hey, go after the queers. Just yeah. if you want some attention right now, go after them. Like, that's what, what I feel like is movement? happening. Like what is in the movement? Their own like, pride what? and ego. That's what there's. That's what this movement is for them, and it makes no sense. And you can tell that they read one article or one Wikipedia thing in the dark internet that said most trans people are detransitioning. Children Something. can't make up their own minds. We can't allow this. We got to protect the children. And I'm just like the children have not asked you for this. The folks who are detransitioning have not asked for this. Not once. This is just to continue to support hate and ignorance is all that you're doing. And now that you put a name to it, it just makes it easier. But to put phrases like bullying and like it was, what did we say last week? That was literally what the super straight movement was trying to do was utilize Mm -hmm. the rhetoric to use the words against us. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that's not how it works because you just look foolish. And they apparently don't care about it and are just so ingrained in their thought process and what they're doing. I'm like, when was the last time that you've talked to anyone or actually done the research or watched a video or read an actual article or listened to a podcast that was from someone who was trans? Any of these things you haven't, which is why it's like, yes, it's your opinion, but opinions are not void of reaction. I'm just going to say that again. Opinions are not void of of reaction and people think that they can go and just spout all of these things where it's like one your opinion is actually just like false because it's not an opinion anymore it's just like a false narrative that's not an opinion i can say my opinion is that chocolate is the best thing in the world and you could disagree that's an opinion because there's no factual statements behind it like that's not a thing but with this there are facts and you're ignoring them so you can't come out here and say that I'm putting my opinion out there and I'm just being attacked. And so now I'm going to start this thing to protect myself where it's just like, no, you're wrong. And that's where it is. And that's why I appreciate the video that you sent me earlier of uh, Dwayne. I'm sorry, Dwayne Wade. (laughs) 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 Shout out to the read Um, for speaking up and just taking, you know, taking the Michelle Obama moniker of going high and stating like, hey, 
for all of you who are speaking up about my daughter, great. Start this narrative and start these conversations. Because, But regardless, the more hate that you bring in, the more that we're going to have these conversations and we're going to be able to build from it. He said it in much better phrasing. Way um, better. And so much patience. So and, much and patience around it, but basically stating like, one, you're not going to come from my family, but also you having these conversations is sparking more conversations. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just showing your ignorance. Yeah. And that's all and this is. I'm cool with conversations. I'm good if we're we're having like if if straight folks are just like ancestors folks are genuinely curious mm-hmm. about this, you know, and just asking questions like, well, what if they you know, if trans people want to detransition or just like really asking the it from a place of like they actually care. But they don't. They don't <laughs> and it's like Google's free. All that information's out there. Um, that brother Riza guy said that he watched a documentary called I Want My Sex Back. And like that, that is his point of reference and everything. And it's just like, but w- again, why are you passing all of the real issues and the issues that most affect trans people just to advocate for this one issue that is transphobic like mm-hmm. I, I, it is i mean it is it's like you're you're running past all of these issues to like champion this one or just be like no i'm and then there was a link i mean i they got into like pedophilia which they always like they always it for. just somehow is just like, like a ding 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 get out of jail free card let's add in the pedophilia yeah. and we'll get the people bought into it and it's like are you just trying to reach a new audience for whatever you're yeah. about to drop now by putting these words out here like what you doing why and it's always like a women and children's thing because like with the bathroom stuff, it's like, oh, you know, like women's bathrooms and things like that. It's like, not just safe. Like, it's not safe. Everything's and not for safe. This, and you're like, like, what like, about the kids? When, <laughs> and everything. And it's tell just like, me the amount of times that this has happened to you. Yeah. Or another person I mean, in your life. Go and pull the community and see how many times this actually happens. Completely made up. Like, it's just, it's, it's a non-issue. Like, it's, and the fact that they don't know we can see through that and like will challenge their opinion, which mm-hmm. they're entitled to anybody is entitled to have an opinion here in America, especially like you could say whatever you want, but a lot of things can be true. Your opinion can be racist. Your opinion can be sexist. Your opinion could be transphobic. Your opinion could be homophobic. It could be ableist. Like you can have an opinion, but people can respond to that opinion. And that opinion can be, you know, any of the phobics or isms like it is mm-hmm. like that. That can be true as well. I don't know why people all of a, all of a sudden think like opinions are like the invisibility cloak of, of things where it's just like, no, nah, oh, I can it's, just it's say fine. it. I could, I could I could say it. I could I say, say it. it fully. Yeah. It's like that's not how that works. It's so weird. It's not how that works. <laughs> it's like it's an obsession at this point with cis people. Like you do that. Like it, it's an obsession. Like in its every I feel like every campaign cycle since I was like younger, like there is a queer issue that like people make up and trump up to like just cause chaos and everything. You know, it's mm-hmm. like every single election cycle they pick on you know, one part of our community or all of us and everything. So I don't know. No, like I said, like no one's checking for little mama and everything, but it is, it's, it's disheartening to see that it's always disheartening to see it in our community and all that. Um, And yeah, like, I mean, 
don't pay it any mind. I don't know what the heterosexual movement, rights movement uh, entails besides, I guess, not answering I want to see that first homophobic trans. Right. Like, what does that look like? <laughs> um, would love to see their other grievances um, in this movement. Very eager to see it. And in, in our way, I mean, since they have so much shit to say about our movements, I think actually we should set the agenda for it um, and mm. have our input in their movement uh, and everything. But <sighs> yeah, I don't know if little mama was on any of your playlists. Uh, she is not on mine. Um, so I was like, little mama, wait, little mama, little mama, lip gloss, little mama. So that is what's going on in the, the het world this week. It's the rights movement. Yep. All right. Well, we've, I think we've done enough of this, this agenda on this wonderful podcast. We're going to keep it moving to the category is we stand with our AAPI community. Yes. Um, so last week um, on the 16th, another white terrorism incident, um, there was a suspect. I'm not going to name him because uh, it's not worth naming. Um, went on a rampage and killed eight people. Um, six of them were Asian women uh, in different spa shootings in Atlanta. Um, this is kind of a culmination of the last year uh, where our Asian American um, and Pacific Islander community has been under attack uh, since COVID started. All pretty much, I mean, it's a continuation of anti um, API like violence and harassment, but in particular in the last year because of COVID and because of um, the president we had last um, saying really racist things and, and um, connecting the COVID-19 um, pandemic with China and Asian people and doing nothing to dispel any of these things. Hate crimes went up across the board for, for uh, Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders because of this. And this is, this is what we have. This is, we have white terrorism and white supremacy when, when this happens, it happens every time it's the same formula. Um, it's been bubbling up and yeah, so we, we have this now, you know, um, it's been a shitty year quietly. Like mm -hmm. it's been uh, a pretty shitty year all around with things. So, yep. And yet we still have the media pulling fuck shit, being like, hey, black community, this is how you can stand. I know. With the Asian community and things like that. It's like, Jesus we Christ. are going to come here and make a personal public announcement if we've always been here. Yeah. We've got your back always. Yeah. We're doing yeah. the things. Black Lives Matter is not just mm -hmm. a movement that is siloed to black people. Like, it's going to benefit mm -hmm. black, indigenous, Asian, people of color. Mm-hmm. In those areas, they stood with us. We stand with them. It's as simple as that. Make sure we're taking the action steps that we did at the height of Black Lives Matter almost a year ago and continuing to, you know, educate yourselves. If you don't know the history or the crazy thing, it, like historical context of stuff that yeah. has happened, like there have literally been laws written in place to... Just, yeah, this isn't new. This isn't new. <laughs> this yeah, isn't I'm new like, at all. I like the word that I want to find isn't even like there, but it basically just, you know, fucks them over. Just mm -hmm. like black people had them written against us to fuck people over, just like any of our Latina community has that happen too. Like, 
Mm-hmm. No, we've been here. We will continue to be here. Yeah, the Asian uh, community, it's it's tough because, you know, and it was interesting reading the articles because I know, you know, with uh, the struggles of black and brown people, all, all of these things are linked. And this is all under white supremacy, all under the thumb of white supremacy. But I think too often, you know, Asian Americans get the model minority um like moniker and just kind Mm -hmm. of things like attributed to them so you just think that they're all good like they're just living a good life like they were able to survive white supremacy they're doing good yada 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 and that's not the the case like it's you know it was interesting to see even like the statistics on like um wealth and income uh between the different um asian american cultures and how that breaks down and just like that not even mattering like it's just like they still face like it's never a socioeconomic thing like it's still Mm -hmm. if you're not white anglo-saxon like shit's gonna happen to you like that's just been the the way of america and the way of the world and everything so this one was interesting because i know in addition to the officer in that area saying that the the murderer and terrorist had a bad day um that officer had shared some anti- asian uh apparel during last year and stuff so it's like it's ingrained and they're trying to as they do with most of these things like not attribute it to white supremacy i know that this there is a um sexual violence uh aspect to this which there could be multiple things (laughs) he could be racist and sexist and like i don't understand why that can't be connected um but yeah, it's been an interesting week with that because yeah, that that tragedy happening, and then it being like, yeah, how can the black community or Black Lives Matter help? And it's like, how about we stop writing articles about what other minorities can do and instead talk about the fact that you created this problem and that you should fix it? Exactly. So much content in that. So much content. There's so many deep dives. There's a lot so of people many who can write dives. about it. <laughs> like so much you can or maybe they can't maybe they can't like i know there's some people but maybe like if if that is your limitation then don't like put it on another minority group who is suffering under the same conditions and everything like that's on us to try and like uplift them like no like this is very specific to what like it this isn't this isn't anything other than white supremacy like it's not it's not anything else like there's nothing else we can really do so i don't know how we can make an impact with this other than support as we always have i know that there are pockets of people um and there have been tension before between the black community and asian american communities as there have been between all minority groups Mm -hmm. uh suffering under white supremacy but for the most part we've all been pretty united um but this is only going to make us closer. So it's an unfortunate um, occurrence. Terrorism is is what exactly that is. Terrorism, but um, you know, prayers to the families for the folks that were um, killed. Absolutely. All right, on to our final category is Ghana's LGBTQ plus things. Yeah. What's so in Ghana, tell me more. Yeah, I feel like I'm doing all these things. I, I, that's up. what I I'm announced when like, we started that you prepped this, so I'm just here for a good time in the commentary. Yeah, that's okay. I'm proud of all you right. for this. You did great. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So Ghana's first LGBTQ plus center was forced to close last month. Oh, no. um, and in February, officials uh, with the Ministry of National Security ordered a raid on the resource space in Accra uh, that was created by the a- advocacy group LGBT plus rights Ghana, um, shutting the center down less than a month of operation. Um, so in addition to threatening to burn the office down and death threats, um, that, that center did have to shut down. So they are raising money to reopen. And so far they've raised about 38 K. They hope to raise a hundred K towards a resource space, um, to reopen it since it was shut down by the government. So we'll be dropping links in the, uh, uh, in the description for you to support, but wanted to shout this out as something to put on your radar and everything. And shout out to the LGBT plus rights Ghana for, you know, having the courage to o- open the center and everything. So I know they're going through a lot with that, but um, if anybody could donate, make sure you do to support. Yeah, we will absolutely share that link. It's a great share. Great job, Chris. You set up some great topics today. All right. Appreciate it. So let's thank you. Let's get to the bad queer opinions. Uh, or I'm sorry, bad, bad queer <laughs> like, uh, skip a segment. segment <laughs> right. I know. I was like <laughs> scrolling down. Um, so send your questions to badqueers at theherapp.com to be featured. Um, and the first one is from Renee. So Renee asks, Am I a bad queer because I let my coworkers say something homophobic without checking them? I'm really just a strict nine to five person do my work and then I go about my business. The other day, my coworker made a comment about queer people not getting maternity, a paternity leave in our company, company's team chat. I hate Microsoft team. And no one said a thing. I must have typed and erased the response eight times before deciding against sending a message. A part of me wants to just stick to my work and not say anything about this, but I also don't want to let that comment just slide. Am I a bad queer because I haven't said anything? And is it too late to say anything? Thanks, Renee. Uh, ooh, that's interesting. Um, work is always an interesting place because you don't, I understand not wanting to rock the boat or anything. Um, and I know some people are strict, nine to five people just in and out, do your work, got it done, cool, gonna move on. Um, you're not a bad queer because you didn't check that person. Um, it does take a lot of courage. Clearly, nobody else checked them. <laughs> yeah, I mean that too. So you know, it's not always on the queer person to have to check the person for saying something. Homophobic. I was like, is HR in this team chat? Sorry, it's not my turn. You go ahead. <laughs> I, I feel like HR is like you know, well, you know, <laughs> HR could be the company too, or mm, is the company mm. low-key, high-key. Um, yeah, and given that fact that HR is not always on your side. Uh, I understand wanting to protect yourself with this. Uh, I feel kind of both ways about it. If you want to say something, I think you should. But I do understand people in a work setting not wanting to check somebody and not wanting to rock the boat. I have a couple friends that live in uh, deep red states um, and see wild shit all the time um, from work, like work memos and things. Like I had a friend. Oh, my God. Got a work memo that was like happy that they're lifting the mask mandate and they called it like independence day like sent out an email saying happy independence day and all this weird shit so i understand that i don't work i work in an environment that it would be okay and you would have the space to to voice your 
um, displeasure at that comment, but not everybody does. And that can affect a lot of things. So I think that you should at least explore the channels to see if there's something you could say about this or maybe have that led by HR where it is anonymous. I don't think you have to put yourself out there and um, expose yourself. Mm. Um, But yeah, if you don't, that's also a thing of feeling safe to like, you might not feel like your HR is safe to go to. So it's a tricky situation with that, but I don't think you're a bad queer for, for that. Um, Yeah. I mean, your income is tied to this job. So, you know, there's a lot of implications sometimes with expressing your feelings in this way. Like, I think we all sometimes romanticize like taking a stand and that's cool. And we should when we can, but sometimes it, it does go back to protection and, and safety. So um, I would find a way to see if your work resources or your HR can help you out with this. Um, and yeah, escalate it up that way where it's like, I didn't appreciate this comment and it was homophobic and um, yeah, go from there and see what happens. Tina, what you think? Yeah, I agree. Work is not always your place to say the things. That's why there should be systems in place to report these things to HR. I hope you have that system in place and that you're able to leverage it. But yeah, it's not your responsibility. Just like everybody else decided not to say anything either, but hopefully the silence was louder than the comment. And or maybe this person is typically that person that does all that fuck shit and says those things out loud. Mm -hmm. So as a company, you just collectively ignore them until they have enough things to be like, yeah, you got to go. Yeah. Got to go. So I would assume that point, but you are not a bad queer for not saying anything, especially if it's just like a heads down. I'm not trying to lose my job off of this. And we're in a time where we got to keep our jobs. It's like COVID is not over. Yeah, it'd be different if you were out there all Mm -hmm. the time, like, you know, and all that. But if you are that person that is just like in and out, like, yeah, keep it short, then this sounds like a generic basic job, like give me my check. I'm doing my work Mm -hmm. type thing and not like something that you're passionate about or the culture doesn't stand for. It sounds like the culture is not there. Yeah. And that there's no uh, diversity and inclusion person there and that HR is either hopefully writing up the papers already or it's one of those Mm -hmm. where you roll your eyes and keep it moving, which we completely understand. And that has to happen sometimes because not every battle is your battle. Mm -hmm. Remember that. Yeah. Thanks, Renee. All right. Our next Am I a Bad Queer comes from Anonymous. And um, we've named this one Bet Porter because it feels right. Mm -hmm. Am I a bad queer for not being able to handle rejection? Honestly, I don't think queer women understand the concept of real dating, like trying to get in a relationship, seeing you with and without makeup on dating. In the last few months, I've had some rejection that I just cannot get over. I feel like I ask the right questions to weed out people who aren't serious, but then it ends up not working out. I've gotten extremely angry about it and need a new outlet because this ain't it. Help. Thanks. Bet Porter. Hmm. I mean, Bet, you hate to see it. But that's your trend on the show. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but for you, I mean, rejection is hard, especially when you feel like you've done the research. You know, it's like getting the bad grade when you're like, but I've done everything. You asked me, why am I getting a poor grade? And it's something completely different that you didn't think about or worried about. I think right now people are being a bit more cutthroat about who they're spending their time with. 
because we do only have limited people that we're seeing unless you're in Florida. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think one of those things where you have to find a really solid outlet, like working out, screaming, journaling, therapy. We are a therapy positive podcast here. And mm-hmm figure out what it really is that's going on. Is it the rejection? Are you just frustrated that you haven't gotten any in a minute? Uh, Are you just so ready to be in a relationship? Because sometimes that will go against you when you're like so, so ready. Like you hear about people all the time that get in relationships after they stop looking and then their magical Mm -hmm. person appears. So it could just be maybe I don't I mean, I feel rude saying that maybe you're just trying too hard. No, I think that's kind of it. I mean, I think you're (laughs) focusing too much on it. I mean, I think that the, I mean, you kind of had your answer there at the end with like a new outlet because that, that'll just kind of, I mean, distract you from the, uh, those ever present thoughts of like, why isn't this not working out Mm -hmm. or all this other stuff? Like you, like go be busy, go be busy and be surprised what happens or who you meet um, while you're busy and not focusing on those things. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't, I I feel like queer women are getting better at probably real dating, but I mean, I feel like just women in general aren't like socialized to kind of, or they're socialized to date in a certain way. So, um, yeah, I don't think we're, we're exempt from that. So yeah, find that outlet. It'll come around like it, it, it should improve. <laughs> but we'll see. We hope um, the best for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. Look, good luck. Good luck. Right. Find a new show on Netflix. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Learn an instrument. <laughs> All these. <laughs> Sign up for Duolingo. Like, I don't yeah. know. There we go. There we go. I don't, I don't <laughs> do something, do something positive where we stopped and we were it's like, yeah, happen. happen. Well, like, it sounds just... logistic. And then we were just like, do something. Find something. Yeah, go outside. Exactly. Take some walks. You know? Learn how to sew. Get There's a delete, lot of things. Delete some of your apps so you spend less time mm. on them because you can get in that swiping hole and just get mad at the people who don't like you back. But for the most part, really, everybody thinks that people don't swipe back on them when really it's like there are so many paywalls behind <laughs> dating apps now that like, yeah, you yeah. say that like somebody liked you, but if you decide you're not paying for it, that's just yeah. lots of missed people. So you could just be in that cheap person's mm-hmm. blurred this person liked you list. And you never get to see it. It's blurred. Yeah. (laughs) Might not be good enough for a payball. Well, just yet. Maybe not subscription type. But uh, yeah, just, I don't know. I think we've named what we rattled off like seven activities. Yeah. That's that's more than activities to do. Chris was naming last week for dating ideas. So paint by numbers and everything. Adult coloring books. A lot of things you could do. I have a couple of those. A lot of things you could do. Yeah. So you're welcome. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. All right. So this next one comes from Cal. Um, Cal asked, am I bad queer? I'm a cis gay man and I have an amazing best friend who identifies as straight. I say that he identifies as straight because I am seeing some tendencies that that potentially could claim him as you would say, fam. That's funny. (laughs) <laughs> I've asked <laughs> Cal is white um, I've asked him if he was gay before and he said no yet he has not expressed any interest in anyone no matter the gender hmm. since quarantine we have spent more time together and he is loving RuPaul and 
other stereotypical gay things. I want to bring this up to him again, but I am worried that he could see it as me wanting to date him rather than just be being a friend who wants to provide a safe space. Can you help me navigate this? Thanks, Cal. Um, yeah. I'm so ready for your answer. <laughs> I mean, Cal, it doesn't really matter the tendencies or RuPaul or anything. Um, just continue to provide a safe space. I don't think you have to get a resolution on this. Your friend might still be figuring things out. And while you can suspect that he is indeed, as we would say, fam. Um, I like that fam came in quotes might, too. That yeah, right. Exactly. He might, not, he might not be ready. You know, he might not be ready. So you could provide a safe space. Um, yeah. I think that's all you, all you can do is kind of wait on this. I wouldn't push for anything. Um, I don't think you should really bring it up. Because like, if you're not trying to date him, then let him be is my thing. Like, I feel like you don't have to know right now, especially if this person is just like kicking it, exploring and just being chill, mm -hmm. loving RuPaul, mm -hmm. you know, musicals, whatever the other stere the stereotypical gay things are that you're showing him. Let him explore, you know, like let don't him see all the good things that the queer community has to offer. Yeah. <laughs> He might still just be an ally, you know? So you don't know. Like, you don't want to just let it ride. Like, just chill out. Like, there's no need to kind of know Cal, um, especially if it, it doesn't seem like you want to date him. I don't know if I've read back through that and missed that. But, yeah, like, let let your friend just, like, chill and vibe and all that. So provide that safe space. Provide the space. Because, yeah, yeah, sometimes, honestly, a lot of straight people like RuPaul. Yeah, we don't even they watch do. RuPaul. They like, sure do. We don't watch it. They so, sure do. It's more so a sign. Yeah. But yep. then, you know, you get very invested. There was there was a TikTok that I loved. It was like, I'm, I think a lesbian woman was sitting with her like straight best friend. Mm -hmm. And he was like commentating on RuPaul as mm -hmm. if it was like a sports game. Mm. But not on purpose. It was <laughs> just funny. like that was how he was reacting. Like he got so into it that he was like reacting like. That's so funny. The results a, and everything. And I was like, yes, straight people need to be watching RuPaul. This is great. Now, if there was a RuPaul's Drag Race, like sports center, I would watch that. Absolutely. Because I wouldn't want to watch, like, I don't watch like full basketball games unless it's playoffs and it's NBA. Mm. Um, but yeah, if I could just see the highlights, absolutely. Like absolutely. sport and it broken down too, like, you know, with analysis, I would love that. We need like a queer <laughs> sports center. Just across the board, we need it. But like, if someone could break down RuPaul, yeah, RuPaul's my, Drag Race, that would be amazing. My friend named our uh, NCAA women's basketball bracket Queer SBN, and <laughs> I want cool. to launch that as a side podcast to this podcast. That honestly, is hilarious! You should. That would be a good one. There's so good. I was like, Queer SBN, so good. It'd be very funny. That would be <laughs> covering the sports and the locker room. We're talking about the sports. <laughs> And yeah, the games in them, and yeah. just in the sports in and off the courts. I mm -hmm. done well. There you go. Podcast coming to you there soon. You go coming soon. I don't know if it'll be that <laughs> a Twitch thing. Who knows? But we're gonna do it. <laughs> coming soon. That would be funny. That would coming be out soon. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> I'm done. Jeez. Cal, uh, leave your friend alone. 
Yeah. And let him live. And as Chris said, just uh, provide the space. Keep introducing to stuff. And when the club's open, take him with you. Yeah, Cal, just chill. Just chill. And then if you see him making out with somebody, he could just be doing the stuff, you know? Then you'll know for sure. Yeah, that's that's the the test you can have. Let him do it for you so that you don't have to seem like a thirsty best friend. Mm-hmm. Just provide that space. That provide safe space. space. Provide so the there space. You go. Thanks. Thanks, Cal. All right. Well, that is our advice segment. Am I a bad queer? Send your questions to badqueers at theherapp.com to be featured or DM us on IG at badqueerspod. Ray, right. we've made it to our favorite segment. What type of bad queers will we be if we didn't have unpopular queer opinions? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and mm-hmm. get this started. I need to pull up a thing on my phone. So we made a post uh, this Sunday. So it would be like this past Sunday by the time mm-hmm. this episode comes out. And so it was posted on Twitter. We reposted it because that's as you do from... Uh, Nintendo Nomad, Nintendo Mad 888 on the mm. Twits, and stated that queer men, stop removing yourself from the problem of misogyny. You are still men. Your queerness does not change that. You still have to unpack and unlearn misogyny. You still have to put mm-hmm. in the work. You can't use your queerness to absolve yourself. That's not how this works. Mm. So we posted that. <laughs> God, what a absolute what a word. word. And we got a lot of responses there all like appreciative and this and whatever else but we got one comment that like just had me like pause for a moment and so they responded it said toxic behavior doesn't have a gender Mm. and i had to like Mm -hmm. think about it where i was like "Mm." Mm -hmm. like yes and Mm -hmm. these actions that have been highlighted the last few weeks but also have been around since the beginning of time um (laughs) have mainly come from cisgender men yeah, and stems from cisgender men and the fact that we even have it as toxic masculinity is because they used to put masculine things surrounding men mm-hmm. and so while I agree especially as masculinity is becoming more fluid which is great and is becoming thankfully more accepted around other areas which is also great um it's one of those things where we cannot ignore Mm -hmm. that part of it. Like we can't, we can't just take that away. It's like, yes. And cisgender men, you still kind of suck when it comes to the sexual harassment stuff and all of the other things and the toxic masculinity and being a prime example of what that looks like. Because then all of those few weeks where I was targeting specific bad queer people, they're all the people that have inherited We're still those traits. For her name. I, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. So I just, I don't know. I just wanted to discuss it a little bit, hear your thoughts on it when you saw that comment. I don't even know if you saw that comment. This could be the first time that you're hearing it. Um, but yeah, that's, it just, it gave me solid pause where I was like, yes, mm-hmm. we have made the progress to be like, hey, toxic masculinity isn't gendered, but also we know where the roots are from. Yeah. And it's from the men's. Yeah, not not ready to all lives matter that just yet. Mm. You know, two things can be true. Like, yes, toxic uh, behavior is genderless. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, yes, yes, for sure. Yes, yes, hundred <laughs> percent yes. agree. Yes, <laughs> yes, agreed. However, <laughs> in this world, 
um, statistically um, and by every metric, <laughs> toxic masculinity has a greater impact. So we'll tackle that one uh-huh. first and the foremost. Like uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I, we, we talked about this before in pre-pro, but I go back to that men and women, you know, in, in just a binary term have like, have always had certain traits that are attributed to them and stuff like that. Like men will say, Oh, women gossip like this, blah, 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 or they're jealous and all this other things, even though men are these things too. Right. And you could go back and forth with that because people react differently depending on their upbringing. However, at like the beginning and the end of this, I always look at it that men murder men and women. (laughs) So like while women do murder as well, not in overwhelming numbers, not in the same amount, like it's just overwhelmingly like statistically a male problem in origin. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's like, we say this a lot in, in the, in the black community where it's just like black women have to worry about violence from white men and black men because men murder and rape and kill all those all these things in overwhelming numbers like because women definitely do and i think that that's a thing of like in the last couple years like being more sensitive to the fact that like yeah there are obviously women murderers and rapists out there and molesters and pedophiles and all these things like they it's not like these things are like exclusively a male thing however all of these crime shows all these like it is a overwhelmingly cis male problem like that is it like you can you could be a woman and like be jealous, right? Let's let's look at jealousy and how that kind of plays out sometimes. Um, and unfortunately, it's hit my family this way. Like a woman could be jealous and will key a car or something like that. Maybe cuss out the new girl or something like that. Men go, can and have gone like the ultimate, like far, like that's too far. Mm-hmm. And it happens overwhelmingly to women, cis and trans women, and also to other men. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, it's a it's a thing of like, again, yeah, you're right. Toxic behavior doesn't have a gender. But if we kept it 100, like one gender overwhelmingly does super toxic things. Like, you can't come back from murder. You know, like you can't come back from some of these things that happen. Like, it's not just like, hurt feelings or you know all this no it's like these things really happen like violence the the violence that's perpetuated from cis men just are like it overwhelmingly is one-sided so that's why i always look at it like yeah this is like toxic behavior being genderless is like yes but it is all lives matter-ish like it's like i wish we didn't have to have a discussion about this however you know one side overwhelmingly does things that like are terrible (laughs) so that that is that's it (laughs) like that is why we focus on that so yeah hopefully that makes sense but that's the way i always look at it like it's like no i know women are toxic absolutely Mm -hmm. um but yeah toxic masculinity is a hell of a thing so yeah i just wanted to have that discussion and point that out so thank you thank you yeah thanks 
interesting to point out. And, tr- and again, true. Yes. Yeah. Very but, uh, true. <laughs> look, very yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. And yes. Yes. And yes. yes. And other things. So there yes. yeah. uh, What's your back grouping? Uh, mine is just that, you know, saying I have a LGBTQ family member or friend is the new I have a black friend or family member. <laughs> it's also the I have a mom or sister too. And I just want to let folks know it's not providing the cover you think it is at all. It never has like, either. It it never has. It doesn't even mm-hmm. make sense. It actually makes me feel sorry for that person, that queer person who is in your family and, sh- you know, just sharing a bloodline with you and your trash ass mm-hmm. opinion. Um, you know, that's like a solid Republican trait when they try to say like the shitty things that they do and they're like, yeah, my daughter has queer friends. And you're like, OK, <laughs> OK, so. <laughs> so like uh and the way that i kind of worked this out in my head is that slave owners overseers knew black people kkk members know black people serial killer rapists intimate partner violence perpetuation perpetuators know women they have a mom Mm. even um maybe a sister or an aunt Mm. uh doesn't seem to slow them down Mm. so why would you think having a queer cousin who you probably impose your straight misguided will on absolves you from being homophobic and transphobic. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Nope. I, I can say make it make sense, but it mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. They're like, not going to make I, it make sense. The, they can't, it doesn't make any sense. Like it's like, that is the, that in addition to, I have, you know, I have an opinion or it's my opinion. The go-to is like, I have an LGBTQ family member or friend. And it's like, do you expect us to be like, oh, okay, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. I see where you're coming from now. I didn't know you had a queer cousin. Like, I didn't know. Oh, that, it's so much that better. changes everything. So that changes better. everything. Honestly, I that completely understand everything. where you're coming from. Yeah, okay, cool, I didn't cool, even cool. think of it that way. Didn't even I didn't know. E- Shana, I didn't even look at it that way. Man. I, didn't, I did not look and at it that way. And that's my own fault. That's my that's own my fault. That's my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my fault. Because <laughs> I didn't even know you had a queer family member. So, like, I just this would don't have been a understand. whole different conversation. From a whole start. different Let's start conversation. Over. Let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine though? Like to see that one day. Oh my God. One day while we're back out in public, because that's mm-hmm. quickly becoming a thing that's potentially going to happen. Can we respond to somebody in that way and just yeah. see what happens as a result? Yeah. yeah. Just Y'all, a little everybody, out on the streets. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> little mama has a queer cousin. Okay, so, so everything she's saying, we have to take that is under consideration of that. There we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Because we didn't we didn't think of that. We didn't think of that. We didn't we didn't come into didn't the conversation that. thinking that that was their connection nah, to us. Our, so our we, minds are open enough, I guess. We need like, to do I better. I didn't even consider that little mama had a cousin that could be queer, mm. you know, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's on completely, us. Completely. That's on me. That's on us right there. And all of us. So I just want to point that out. That is not the cover that you think it's providing. It actually makes you look crazier to me sometimes, like where you're just like, I have a quick, I feel sorry for that cousin or family member. Like I, I'm praying for them Mm -hmm. (laughs) as you mentioned them, like as, as you give your homophobic and transphobic opinion, like I, like that doesn't provide cover. They don't affiliate with you. They don't claim you the way that you claim them. They're actually asking you nicely to please stop. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think like Ted Bundy could get off like, yo, I got a mom. Oh, God. Oh, mm, okay. Mm, I, mm. 
Oh my God. It's okay. You sure do, don't you? I was like, you have a mom? Me too. You have a mom? We're 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 basically the same. <laughs> Your Honor, can I enter that into evidence? <laughs> <laughs> Ted Bundy like, has You sitting there mom. looking through your notes. Why didn't anybody tell me oh, that he had a mom? Shit, they didn't even... Nobody put that right in. Firing my whole Nobody team. Nobody entered that Firing in. Firing my right? whole team. Nobody entered that in. God damn it. <laughs> Who was supposed to look into that? <laughs> Ted Bundy has a mom? That would be the what? best Law & Order SVU episode. Period. But I, I feel like like sometimes like I, I'm waiting. I know somebody is going to make a really good queer like sketch show. But I, I want these things to be played out like how you really think that they're gonna go like that doesn't make any sense like and when black people say that it's it's another level of incredulous because it's just like fam like we hear that i i have a black my granddaughter is black (laughs) you know or i have a black friend or family member and it's just like oh shit yeah do you do you bob please don't 23 and me us yeah right now oh god okay that's that's basically what Chris is saying here, please don't 23 us. Please don't black friend us. Please don't any of your opinion is still and remains homophobic and transphobic. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't matter that you have a queer cousin. Yep. Just makes us feel sorry for them. So please stop. It doesn't make any sense. Go back to the drawing board. I don't know how this het het rights movement will go, but it won't. Hopefully they that's what have a brainstorm about these responses. Everything. I can. Yeah, that's it. All right, everybody. Ted what Bund- a journey Bundy we've a taken mom. today. <laughs> Ted Bundy has a mother. <laughs> I did not expect us to go in all of these directions, but thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for always just bobbing and weaving with us. So mm-hmm. uh, we've made it to the end of the show, but you know we would never leave you without giving a shout out to our faves. Uh, my shout out this week goes out to Transboxing. Mm-hmm. Transboxing. It's an art project in the form of a boxing club that centers trans and gender variant people. I just came across them through like one of the hashtags on Instagram and I think what they're doing is incredible. Uh, Their whole team seems awesome even though I've only been able to like read the stories and stuff. They just started their Instagram page. Like they only have like one square right now. Mm -hmm. So all of that but I am excited to see what this project is going to be doing. I think we need to drive our attention there and you can follow them at transboxing just all put together on the gram and go and show them some love and support and see what they're about to create thanks all right my shout out is to a daikon jk mm. harry she actress a daikon. singer comedian director television personality goddess mm. ah, for her excellence on 227 because that alone just flowers for that honestly um, people forget sister, about that like how 227 is so good and the stars on there marla gibbs regina king can we watch that again Jackie harry we should i love 227 my it. car is actually named marla after marla gibbs really I like naming my car old names so. i like that yeah um, but she's always been a great ally to the queer community and showed up again during this little mama head fest stuff going on mm. um, and said that the lip gloss was never really that popping <laughs> and also said, be true to yourself. You were made perfectly. I love you for who you truly are. Mm. Um, little mama has some spicy things to say back to her, but nobody cares. She's like trying to swing at a legend. Fuck mm. out of here. Like lip gloss was really never that popping. Like it's not that great of a song. Fuck I out love of you for who you truly are. Yeah. Mm. And sh- she's just a funny follow on um, Twitter. Oh, my God. Her I just tweets. followed her on Instagram, but I've been following her on Twitter because she's so fucking funny. Her tweets are so fucking good. 
She re- she's like is like the Dion Warwick Warwick before, yeah like and I want on. them yeah. to like do a back and yes. forth just talking great. about who knows what and I just That'd I want great. it it needs to happen. I want them to review tweets like yes. I just want both of them to review tweets and just like talk so amongst amazing. themselves <laughs> it'd be so funny but yeah shout out to the legend the diconic Jackie Harry so oh man yeah. what a great what finish episode. All right, everybody. God. No <laughs> more straight episode. stuff. We are, no more straight we are stuff on a hiatus <laughs> of straight things. We apologize for putting oh, you through all of this straight so nonsense. Much. We just have to make sure that you are safe in these streets straight as nonsense. well. <laughs> and making sure that you are up to date on the straight nonsense that happens. And uh, yeah, we're going to take a little hiatus on some straight shit as long as they don't do anything Oof. crazy in the next yeah. few weeks so we will do our best to do that and just go back to what we're best Jesus at which Christ. is highlighting LGBTQ plus voices <laughs> obsessed 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 Ugh, this is okay? why this is why they can't have nice things so no. um, mm-hmm. but you deserve all that and more and as Jack A. Harry said you were made perfectly we love mm-hmm. you for who you truly are and yes. as usual we will see you next week take care This podcast was brought to you by the Her app, the largest LGBTQ plus dating and community app for women, trans and non-binary folks. Be sure to download the app in the Apple Store or Google Play Store. Shout out to Sienna Liggins for our amazing soundtrack and Cesar for making us sound like we know what we're doing. It's me again. Can we talk about things? I'm so sorry that I'm coming.